0: Welcome friends. This is your host Michael Trainer. I have taken a pause in putting out the podcast because my beloved father, John Trainer, has passed. And I'm sharing this with you because I think we're in a very unique time. Uh, in regards to this covid pandemic i think it's forcing us all to realize that there are things way beyond our control and forcing us really to reckon with and consider how to be in relationship to that situation and i've had now almost a decade um t- about 10 years ago my father had been diagnosed with cancer and just as he went into remission after a few years, he was diagnosed with dementia. And so for the last seven years, I've been slowly witnessing the man I love most deteriorate uh, before me, and it's something I wouldn't wish on, not that I have any enemies, but it wouldn't, it's something I would not wish on my worst enemy, to watch the person you... Um, Love with all your heart decline is is a true challenge. But I am also now having had a week, now actually two weeks, to process uh, his passing. I've really thought a lot about life as a process of letting go. There's a there's a stoic saying which is memento mori, and it's this notion of living with death. Uh, In the forefront, so I think culturally in in the West, especially, we we kind of repress and suppress any thoughts, feelings, emotions around death, and I think it's to our great detriment. Because what I've realized in this process, which has been long and and now in its acute way, I've now you know moved into a, a new phase of grief. Um, but I've realized that, that life is always in the now. And that there's, there's a quote I really like uh, by a gentleman named Steve Maraboli, and it says, Incredible change happens in your life when you decide to take control of what you do have power over, instead of craving control over what you don't. And as I reflect back over this last decade, most of my suffering, most of my challenge has come in the resistance to that which I had no control over. Whether that be my dad's illness, whether it be how other family members were responding, which were incommensurate with my own desires or wishes or thoughts of what was quote unquote best for him. It's been a real existential reckoning on. What really matters, and at the end of the day, what I've realized is so much of what we prioritize as what matters is just not that consequential. when I was sitting at my dad's desk after he had passed and I was looking through all the paperwork and all these items that he had collected, many of which were deeply numinous and, and meaningful, you realize none of the things we accumulate we take with do we take with us and It's really, at the end of the day, the relationships that are the most meaningful. I'm so grateful that, especially during these challenging times, I was able to fly home and to hold my dad's hand and spend a week with him, telling him all the things that I wanted him to know. You know, the sort of the Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian prayer, which is, you know, please forgive me, I forgive you thank you i love you and talking through all of those points to really release him and and what i what I, what i saw what i witnessed in standing by his side in the house that i had grown up in in the house that he had filled with memories over the past 40 years is the things that were so meaningful were the ones that were creating of memories with people we loved and and there's nothing more important than, in my view, good health and gratitude and appreciation for shared experience with the people we love and the opportunity to give. You know, I want to pay tribute to my dad as a human being for a moment. You know, there's there's many things, and I discovered this in writing his obituary. You know, we often think in, in our eulogy or in our obituary that, that it's the accomplishment it's, it's it's the achievements uh, he went to such and such school he ser- he served in you know he served nobly you know honorably in the military all of those things which are significant what came down to is what made him so special was his human beingness the fact that day in and day out he showed up that he always had a smile That he was always appreciative of the underdog and looking to share love and share connection and honor others. That even when he was so far from the shore in his disease, that he would see a father with their children. and, And even when he almost didn't have any words left, would say, you know, great work. You know, that he would smile, that he would light up a room, that his beingness made people feel comfortable made them feel loved you know that he led with heart you know that he led in a good way in a beautiful way one in which the other person always felt seen heard and appreciated you know I I honestly don't think I don't think my dad had a judgmental bone in his body and I can't say the same for myself unfortunately but He really did show me what it means to be a good man, uh, a committed man, a man who, you know, uh, he passed one week, literally before his 50th wedding anniversary, but he had been with my mom for over 50 years. Uh, He had two children whom he was incredibly, fundamentally, unequivocally committed to. You know, he would come to our games, he would do anything uh, to, to to see us supported, and it's really helped me reflect on what it means to be a man and, and what it means to step into manhood. You know, when when I was in my dark night of the soul, he he came out and supported me through a very very challenging period. Um, he, he came out and supported me through a a process of individuation called the Mankind Project, where he and his group banded together and funded my journey, which was a rite of passage. Just after my girlfriend at the time had cheated on me, I'd moved across the country, I was drinking lots of beers and kind of on on a descent into darkness. And he came out, and he was the one man of 150 men who was there to support and shepherd his son through a ritual rebirth. And I was reborn. And over the course of the next five years, I got together with those men every week, week in, week out, uh, to do work, to do the deep interpersonal work, to see a sea change in the way that I showed up in the world. And that was, in large testimony, a result of my father's legacy, um, the man that, that he was. And I am and will be forever grateful for that legacy. I'm going to take a, it just occurred to me, I had an idea that scares me. And because it scares me, I, I, I want to do it. And that is, I'm going to read you uh, what I wrote and what I read to him as I sat by his bedside. So this is my tribute to my dad, my father, John Traynor. I remember your big mustache, such a fixture on your face, It framed those kind eyes and your loving laugh and smile. I remember you as the whale my arms wrapped around your neck as we swam from end to end of the Sandberg pool. I was safe with you, protected from a sometimes surprising and cruel world. You were always proud, never judgmental. Years later, when Mary cheated on me, you flew out to walk me through a weekend I'll never forget, a rite of passage, a ritual rebirth. Out of 150 men, you were the only father there. There was no place you would not go to support your son. I remember peanuts and donuts, car washes with Neil Diamond. I remember your big brown Cadillac. Now I look up at you and you smile. You don't always remember my name, but you still recognize who I am. You told mom once that that would be the last thing to go. People ask about you and I don't know what to say. Watching you sail further and further from the shore has been one of the great challenges of my life. I'll remember you always in the little things, like ice cream and orange juice, tennis and men's group. I'll remember you perfectly imperfect, a light of grace in an often dark room. I'll remember you as my lighthouse and I'll be yours, if not in body, in spirit, where we will journey more. For your fate is not sealed in a diagnosis of decline. I will not remember you forever more as the unwind. I will reel you in and sail some more on shores never seen. For you are my great love, my best friend, my father. No one can take that away. No one can take away what we share. We may not dance much longer in this life, but the music will never stop. I'll be with you in spirit, riding the whale of time like we did once, swimming and laughing under African skies. I'll toast you with the elephants. I'll see you in the stars. I'll think of you when I meet her. I'll know you are there when I look in his eyes. For your soul will travel on beyond this body we will speak. In the places only we know, by the valley, by the creek. I'll feel you in the waters. I'll feel you in the trees. I'll know you are there with me when the wind blows and in the soft pauses of time. Thank you for the dance, Dad. Thanks for showing up. I'll hold your heart within mine and let them know how you shine. A light within the darkness, a vessel full of grace. My north star in the night skies, the kindest man to face. I'll see you in the sunrise. And know you are safe. So that was uh, a poem I wrote for my dad that I got to read to him um, by his side as I held his hand. And uh, I think it's just just beautiful to think about, you know, the people you care about, letting them know in whatever way that, uh, that resonates with you while you can because one of the things I've uh, now seen and acutely realized is time is and the health within which we have in that time is, is the greatest resource that we have you know it's a, it's such a gift such a profound gift and uh, the people we choose to spend that time with is uh, I think the true currency of life a lot of times we get lost in, in other things pursuits of the ego but what I saw in my dad was uh, no ego. It was really a, a loving and uh, a nourishment. And in witnessing his passing, I saw how much that meant to so many people and and the way that it impacted them. And so it's really been a, a period of uh, reflection for me. And uh, I know we're all collectively going through a period of reflection. Sometimes I think, you know, challenges and traumas Though we don't want them, uh, are necessary for us to have the kind of reflection and and um, to truly turn challenge into opportunity. To tr- to truly t- use that that challenge as compost for 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 new gardens, gardens of of new possibility. So I'm gonna uh, ruminate more. I'm sure over time on on what this all means, and I just wanted to you know many of you have reached out and and given your your beautiful thoughts and and I'm so grateful um for all your words your beautiful words um flowers I will say I'm going to um build a well in my dad's honor and if you have even a even the smallest amount of money would m- make a huge difference 100% goes to building clean water solutions um in Ethiopia My dad loved the African continent, and um, we spent time there. When he got diagnosed with dementia, I took him to South Africa, and we spent 10 marvelous days traveling through that country. And we had dinner the night before with my dear friend, Galila, who's from Ethiopia. And My dad was just so moved um, that I, I knew it would be a beautiful way to honor his legacy. And a very little amount of money can go a very long way there and it's a community where you know sanitation is not easy cuz people don't have access to the clean water that we need and so during these times I, I just really feel like giving because my dad was was such a giver so if that's of interest to you it's it's more than welcome if you just google john trainer legacy the charity water link will come up or or i'll link below in the show notes um but yeah and you'll be able to track that 100% of the donation goes to the field and I'm going to have Scott on as my next episode, Scott Harrison, the founder, who's a friend, and just a lot of integrity to that organization, and a lot of integrity to the man I know as John Trainer, who I will continue to journey with uh, beyond this life and in spirit. And so just a reflection, um, I thought it was vulnerable, it's something I've been avoiding recording now for several days, but so value this community and all of you that take the time to listen to this show. And uh, you, it really means the world to me. This is this is definitely part of the legacy I want to leave behind. And this community is something I'm committed to building while I have this, this, this one precious life. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you. As always, if I can be of service or helpful, please feel free to reach out. And uh, with that, please go out there and live your inspired life.